0: By now, everyone uh, who isn't living under a rock has heard that Amazon, based in Seattle, is now looking for a second national headquarters here in the United States. They've uh, put out an RFP for what they're referring to as HQ2, their second headquarters. And if you look at it, uh, on two of their criteria, uh, on the surface, it appears the city of Madison does not qualify. And I want to discuss those two points uh, for starters. Um, I've distributed to you the, uh, the document, and if you look at the first page, uh, the very first bullet says metropolitan areas with more than one million people. Well, there's a little more than 50 metropolitan areas in the United States right now, close to 60, um, which have metro areas with a population of a million or more. And there's probably another 30 or so, like Madison, who don't quite get there. But if you look at the intent of what Amazon is doing, uh, we think we can qualify. Uh, Our metro area has a, a population of 866,000 when you, you combine our CSA with Janesville Beloit. There are two significant counties, Dodge and Jefferson, who are not technically in our area, but yet are right next door. And each of them have populations of about 85,000 or more. And between the two counties and 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 the rest of the metro area we're at a million and so we're not going to let that be an impediment to making an application if you go to page two of the requirements and you look at the site requirements the second one in the box says proximity to international airport within approximately forty five minutes and It's true we don't have international flights out of Madison, but as we'll document in our submission, we've got a tremendous number of flights, direct flights, to three cities with uh, numerous international flights, and those are Minneapolis, Detroit, and Chicago. And without counting Chicago, uh, that gives us access uh, to London, to Paris, to Mexico City, to Tokyo, uh, Frankfurt, Rome, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. And so when you look at the convenience of those airports, travel times to them, whether uh, with connecting flights or uh, ground transportation, particularly to Chicago with bus service, we think we're in pretty good shape and we can rival metro areas that have direct links. Now, as you go through the uh, uh, the application, I want to just highlight a couple of things and I want to get to uh, the substance of it. The second set of bullets on page one, it could be, but doesn't have to be, an urban or downtown campus. And obviously, we've got sites downtown which include Uh, old industrial areas on East Washington Avenue as well as the most obvious which is Oscar Mayer Uh, if you look at uh, page 2 where they go into core preferences access to mass transit and they're looking for direct access to rail, train, subway, metro and bus routes and obviously we've got one of the most viable bus systems in the United States if you look at page four, um, if you look at page four under capital investment, the very last sentence, also include connectivity options, sidewalks, bike lanes, trams, etc. to foster connectivity. And I'll, I'll come back to that in a moment. Well, there's more on connectivity in the very uh, bottom paragraph ensuring optimal fiber connectivity, which is paramount to our HQ2 location. And, you know, we've got uh, our muffin network. Now, if you you go through this document, uh, it's going to be a very competitive process. There will be dozens, if not close to, Uh, 60, 70 metro areas uh, supplying applications. We will formulate ours. We're going to have a staff meeting on this next week and we'll continue to work and refine it uh, over the next three weeks and and meet the deadline in October. And we will obviously do this in collaboration uh, with our partners, namely um, the uh, MADREP our, our regional economic organization and in conjunction, hopefully, in cooperation with the state of Wisconsin. Now, I do want to say uh, that we've been de- dealt two very severe blows to making this successful by the state. And one of them is pending right now. And it's, it's really tragic uh, that we haven't had leadership in the legislature and in the governor's office to make this happen. We've worked for 30, 40 years now to make Madison a great, viable place. We know what we're doing. We know that in terms of all the evaluations that are done by Livability and these other organizations in determining best places. One of the key focuses is transportation walkability which includes not just access for pedestrians but also public transit despite our best efforts we don't have a regional transit authority which is going to be essential to making this work secondly as long as anyone can remember here in the state of wisconsin municipalities have had the right to condemn property where there's a public need and a public purpose for transportation routes. And as we speak, right now, the State of Wisconsin is entertaining a budget which includes deleting from our ability to condemn for transportation routes that right-of-way that would be used for pedestrians, And for bicycles. So while we are going to try in good faith to prepare an application, and we have great bicycle access here here in Madison, we all know about our network of routes, our system. Wherever Amazon is located, we may not be able to get them bicycle access, which is one of the things they want, we may not be able to get them pedestrian access because right now, both houses of the legislature are entertaining a budget bill which includes, which has nothing to do with the budget, which includes taking away from Wisconsin municipalities the ability to develop right-of-way. So we'll be able to get roads and highways into the site, but we won't be able to necessarily get sidewalks, and bicycles if condemnation is necessary. Now, uh, we think that Madison will be highly competitive in all other areas, and we believe our existing transit and bicycling routes, as well as automobile access, gives us a great opportunity to succeed. We have a well-educated and aggressive workforce. We have the ability to reasonably, as we have done in the past, and successfully use TIF. And obviously, we would not be shy in this situation. But we do hope that the state will be a great partner here in helping us with this application and making it work. Any questions? I just want to point out that our economic development, uh, Matt McJewski here, and... Uh, I see somebody else out there, yeah. and Dan Canelli's here from the same department. Questions? Um, with a light rail that was proposed under Governor Doyle, would that have helped? You think in Lake Mary? I don't think there's any question that rail would have would have helped, and um, if if we were to um, if we were successful and get to, to the finals. We've had some discussions in recent years about doing a very modest rail system for the, just the isthmus and the airport, sort of a Y that would have one leg going to campus, one leg uh, going out to the Aligned Energy Center, one leg going out the East Wash Corridor towards the airport. Uh, much smaller uh, than what was envisioned and failed in past years, uh, which would go all the way from Sun Prairie to, to Middleton. But that would be something that, given the density of the Amazon development of the headquarters, along with a community that's already oriented towards public transit, that is something that ought to be and could be considered. But again, we don't have the tools to make it happen because the legislature refuses to consider uh, a regional transit authority. You talked about traditional monetary incentives like TIF, but the proposal talks about special legislation This could be a bidding war. How far would Madison be willing to go? Madison as a city would not go any further than TIF. Now, the problem with additional tax incentives is that uh, expectations may be set so high, unreasonably high because of the Foxconn deal. Um, I think I've made it very clear I am not against those kinds of incentives, but they have to be proportional to the benefit to the community. Now, by the standards I've seen, the Foxconn agreement should not have been uh, higher than six hundred million dollars. It should have been in the range of three hundred to six hundred million, uh, not the three point two billion. If a proposal is within those reasonable standards, and I would hope that the state, uh, given its largesse with with Foxconn, uh, would do it here. But we certainly don't expect. We don't expect something of the magnitude of, of Foxconn, and I wouldn't want to be a party uh, to anything that, that 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 that's over the top. anything you've learned from the uh you know this process that you'd either use or not use uh in a pitch to bring amazon to madison what 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 i've learned is is that because something is shiny and exciting and you want it you don't pay too much for it uh a piece of gum is worth a nickel or a dime. And no matter how bad you want it, you're not going to pay a million dollars for it. Um, a home uh, a home that's set on the lake will have a value of a million dollars. No matter how badly someone may want it, they're not going to pay $100 billion for it. I mean, we've got to have a sense of proportion here. And the the about Foxconn is not just the deal itself but it is the disproportionate amount of money going into it that now casts a shadow over everything that we do and and, and you can think about it we got all these giveaways billions of dollars but we're not willing to allow a local region to establish a transit system or bicycle access which goes to quality of life which is just if not more important to the business. We will have a good viable application off topic, but uh, I know Labor Day was floated as a possible time frame. Have you made a decision as to no. uh, so whether you'll be running for governor? I said after. It's still after. we got a little time left. <laughs> John, what, for the City of Milwaukee, Mayor Barrett seems to express interest in putting an application, too. I mean, is this Foxconn deal also going to hinder their efforts? I think Foxconn is going to hinder the efforts of every uh, possible uh, entrepreneurial development in the state, setting unreasonably high uh, expectations, and it's going to have an effect not just in Wisconsin but throughout the U.S. But because we're the one who, who, who launched this uh, disaster, uh, it's going to have a, a greater effect on us. Again, I am not opposed to having appropriate financial and reasonable financial incentives, whether it's for Foxconn in southeastern Wisconsin, Foxconn in Madison, or Amazon in Madison or Milwaukee. But I hope we understand two fundamental points here. One is it has to be reasonable and two, These businesses, particularly Amazon, are looking for other things than the size of the check. They are looking for quality of life issues. And read through this. It permeates the document uh, in terms of what they're looking for in in regards to to, uh, cultural accessibility, diversity, and obviously uh, walkability package together, does the Common Council have to sign off on this or do you submit it and then they would?
1: Have to this sign this is
0: something administratively that we, we've traditionally handled. I mean, we, we're do, we do this all the time. We make these decisions. Uh, we made the decision on exact sciences, which is now in progress. Uh, we made uh, these decisions in regards to uh, RP's pasta and that cluster of businesses, and then we, we submit it to the Council. And then, of course, obviously, final say is with the Board of Estimates and the Council if they wish to go forward. I think this would be very exciting. I think this is a kind of company that would find Madison um, a, a great home. Uh, the existence of Epic Systems uh, certainly helps helps us in terms of the culture. Uh, not just in terms of the arts, but in terms of the the work environment. And uh, I just wish we we could be perfect. Any questions? Is that it? Cool. Thank you. And uh, did, did I go into explaining the county maps? Uh, the map so so let me just explain our our metro area let me just run through it is uh, from top to bottom uh, Columbia Dane and Rock County and to the left of ours of us to the to the uh, west is Iowa County then what's brought in uh, when they, they they bring in uh, what's called the the Madison Janesville uh, Combined metro area, you add two more counties. We bring in uh, Sauk County to our, our northwest, and we uh, 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 bring in. Um, uh, excuse me, excuse me. I said when I went from top to bottom. It's Dane. Uh, excuse me. It's 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 Columbia. Dane, and uh, Green County. It's Columbia, Dane, Green County and then to our west uh, Iowa County. Those four are the core but then when you expand it to uh, make up the Madison, Janesville, Beloit, CSA uh, you bring in uh, Rock County uh, below us to the south, southeast, and to the northwest bring in South and that gives you those eight counties and then uh, immediately uh, to, to uh, our west, excuse me, our east and northeast, uh, you've got Columbia, excuse me, Jefferson and Dodge. So what we're really talking about is two, four, six, eight counties. And, and the one thing about these counties uh, is that when you look at commute time from the center of our city to their extremities, the extreme boundaries of those counties. Most instances, uh, we're, we're talking no more than uh, uh, hour and a half, really, uh, an hour, really an hour. And so uh, we do a lot better than some more compact areas with nightmarish uh, highway congestion have some collaboration with uh, uh officials from these other counties as well you're going to have to well we'll be talking to to we'll do that through mad rep which which encompasses uh pretty much most of these counties that we just outlined our Madrep rep region is is really dane and seven seven of the uh eight counties that that touch on our, our borders is that like a standing committee or something? It's a, well, it's not a committee. It's a very active organization. Uh, think of it, about it as a regional chamber of commerce, but more focused on attracting new business than providing service to area businesses. The, the, the main core mission of MADREP is to either expand existing Uh, Companies here in in the region or to attract new ones. And MADREP's been around now for about uh, seven, almost seven years. Uh, It was originally called Thrive. And we've had a great working relationship with them. Uh, They've been instrumental in helping us on the Oscar Mayer closing, uh, working with the federal government in regards to various uh, federal programs that are available to us, in regards to dealing with plant closings. All right. Thank you.